Wow, that party was bear peng last night. Wanna come to a party in my yard? Yeah. Um. Um. Uh. Okay, man. If you don't want to head, catch you later. Wait, wait, wait. I don't understand. A recent survey of SGI students found that a staggering 91% of non-native speakers have been confused or unsure of what an English person was saying because they were using slang. If you don't want to miss out on the party, search for the Slang Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or head to our website, theslangpodcast.com, where you can listen and learn all the British slang you need. Oh my gosh, I want to welcome you to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. Oh my gosh, it's the end of the year. Merry Christmas for all you guys that celebrate Christmas. I hope you have got everything you wanted. Just get everything you wanted. And for those people who put themselves in debt, uh, good luck on getting out of credit card debt because I don't do that. But anyway, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Happy Kwanzaa. Oh, I almost forgot. And whatever else you celebrate. And if you don't celebrate anything, I hope your date was great. Um, (laughs) This is Dream Chasers Radio. You can get us on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, Deezer, iTunes, iHeart. I mean, wherever everything is, is done it doesn't really matter and in a few short days you will be able to tune in to real radio 247.com where we are setting up so many wonderful podcasts for you i am so excited not only that great music people that don't normally get the chance to get their royalties will be getting royalties from our station ascap bmi and sesac will be getting paid to make sure that if your music is played on the station you will get your rightful royalties. I am so excited about that. I'm so excited about our next guest too. You know, it is one thing to think that you want to be a speaker, but it's another thing to actually be a speaker. It's also another thing to think that you can write and another thing that things you can write and that you you will write. And I'm in that category of, I think I can, but I haven't done anything yet. (laughs) Well, I haven't done, I've done a few things. It's called PDFs. It's really, really short. <laughs> but one day I'll get the time to get a ghostwriter. That's right. I ain't doing it. All right. <laughs> so, I want to welcome to the show Mike. Mike, what is going on? I, I mean, I'm I'm excited about your book. This is Mike Acker right here on Dream Chasers Radio. Hey, it is great to be here. And yes, happy December 25th. However, you celebrate that day. It's great to be here and excited to jump into what we're talking about, excited to add some value to everybody as you're wrapping up the year and thinking about how to enter the new year very strongly. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Now, today just happens to be my wedding anniversary. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> December 26th, I dragged my husband to the courthouse. I said, marry me or I'm leaving you. That's how that <laughs> happened. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So don't be scared. Don't be scared. So tell me about your book, because I know that you have a few things that you're doing and you're a best selling author. You're a speaker of over 19 years of experience. You have leadership development, organizational, organizational management, which is like something that I need, like organization. <laughs> I'm looking over around my, my room going, okay, I give up. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's been a, it's been quite the journey. So I've been all over the place, both in the the nonprofit world and the profit world, and so in large corporations, Fortune 500 companies, and small little startups, and so all over the place. And throughout the years, I've coached a lot of my staff members. You know, some of the the key members, executives, and others to be better speakers. And mm-hmm. and then on the side, some business leaders would come and they would ask me to do some coaching. So throughout the years, I just ended up being a coach again and again and again. Actually, it started back in college. I was in debate and and I would travel over and debate all these people all across the United States and I went up to nationals, went against people from Harvard and other places. So I've been in this realm of public speaking now for, for 19 years, since around 2000-ish. And, and in that time, I've, I've helped people create speeches, overcome fear, mm-hmm. speak with confidence, and all these different ways. And then something just happened about a year ago where I started doing this on the side in addition to what I was doing at that time. And, and just outside with a couple key clients and, and then that clientele grew and it kept on growing and it kept on growing to the point where people asked me to start repeating myself. And you know how it is hosting a show you don't want to say the same thing again and again and again and again. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you, you want it to be fresh. Your audience right now, you want this to be fresh. You don't want to hear just something that, that one of us have said before. You're looking, hey, the, the end of the year's happened. The New Year's come. Give me something fresh. That's right. And so, so with that, I started thinking, how can, I, how can I just download the information? How can I get it off my mind and get it into the hands of people? So I went about writing two books. And, and I still, I'm writing my third one now. And I'm trying to get offload some of these lessons. So I filmed a whole bunch of videos. I started an online course where I teach people how to give presentations that they are proud to give. And then I wrote these books. And man, it has been incredible to see. One of the books has over 100 ratings. This new book just launched and it's got over 20 ratings, very positive, And it's been very helpful to a lot of people even though I just launched it, just launched mm. it end of November. So mm-hmm. super excited to see what's happening. Super excited to share some of the content with your listeners today. No, oh, I love it. Now it's, it's, you know, I, I, I tutor and I teach and I do vocal coaching and things like that. And it's so hard to get some people on the stage or some people to actually present in front of other people, you know, right to speak is a book about maybe, uh, I mean, I'm just kind of assuming, but it's something to get you on that road to talking to people. Yeah, it really is. And it's not just about being a public speaker. I mean, Guarantee. I mean, it definitely works for that. If you want to go out and be a public speaker, mm-hmm. but a lot of people just, they, they just don't know where to get started. Mm. They, they don't know. Maybe they're, they're, uh, they're excellent at their job. For example, I work with a fair amount of IT people and they're excellent with their job and now they get promoted to a manager role. And so now they're giving these presentations to people and they come to me like, Mike, I don't even really know where to get started. Mm. Or they get started, they just realize that they're not hitting their potential. Mm-hmm. I've worked with some yeah. people in the entertainment industry as well 
And likewise, they're, they have a great skill. I was working with a, a professional uh, athlete and he had 10 years in professional um, uh, baseball. And he was just incredible at what he did. He was just like, you know, I don't really even know where to get started. Mm-hmm. And so the, the value that this book brings is if you have some kind of meeting that you're leading or you have a speech that you got to give or you're, you're, you're doing a speech at a wedding, like a toast at a wedding, or you have a business presentation or a sales pitch or you've been asked to speak on your expertise, I will show you in this book how to go from just having a blank page not even started yet, you just got asked, and lead you all the way to that point where you're ready to speak on stage. That's what this book does. It tells you how to put together the material, the content, the ideas, the message that you want to give. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, as a, as a person who is so busy, you know, like yourself, Uh, just going around doing the things that you need to do getting things done you know writing is 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 a uh is 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 scary it's scary it's scary because you know why it's scary because it's like you've done everything that you could possibly think of now how do you do that how do you put it in a book you're right you're so right it's it's like you don't know where to begin and the beginning isn't good enough sometimes Right. And so actually the, the, what I write in this book is very relatable to actually writing a book. It's kind of, it's kind oh, of the wow. process I, I use to write a book and similar to writing a speech because ultimately you're writing a content that connects with people. Mm-hmm. And what I tell people that when, when you're on stage, when you're on stage, the content has to flow through you to meet people. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to get really great content. You're the yeah. conduit for this content. And so you want to make sure that it's really great. And then on the book, it's very interesting. It's a little bit inverse. And this is the big difference between the two. When you write a book, then you have to get through the book to the people. Mm-hmm. But the two areas are organized the same. So you translate them differently to the audiences, but they're very much organized the same. You, you have an introduction. You have the main message and you have the ending. But how do you do that? How do you come up with the introduction, message, and ending? Honestly, a lot of people just flat out skip the entire conclusion. <laughs> and, and so my whole book teaches people how to do it in a way that's simple, it's repeatable, and it works. Mm, mm. Now, okay. So being that you have done this, what have you learned because i mean everybody learns something even with your own stuff like with my own stuff i learn things and i go through things my ups and my downs and everything what have you learned uh, that has helped you yeah i think a lot of it is that i i discovered all this by trial and error just years after years of, of speaking i kind of put this together and when i when i started writing it down thinking how do i do this and kind of dissected my own process of how to, how to write a speech, I realized that it actually brought more structure to me. It brought more understanding of my own process. And it was a self-discovery as I reflected on the years of doing this poorly. <laughs> so, mm. so now I do this structure, just as, it's just part of what I do. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, I'm able to do something so fast, so quick, and it's just absolutely amazing. And so that's what I wanted to give to others. So what I'd love to do is walk your audience through today how to do this. Okay, because yeah. I bet 
every single person here has something that they're getting ready to to do in the next month. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Please do. Yes. Great. Great. Let's do it. So, and, and this could be, for example, somebody who's listening might say, I, you know, I really want to go on the, the show and get recorded and I want to be on, what, but what would I say? So if that's you and you want to be right where I am being interviewed, I'm going to help you know what to say. Or if you have a team meeting coming up, or if you are going on TV and, or if you're getting interviewed because you're an artist, you want to do this. I'm going to show you what to do, whether it's a five minute speech or a 50 minutes speech. So uh, let's, let's dive in together. And I think this will be really helpful for, for your audience and ultimately they can find it in the book. Okay. All right. So uh, six steps, six easy steps. So the first one is this, I always tell people, you got to start with the questions and this, a lot of people, times people just jump into writing the content for their speech. And I always tell people back up a little bit. If you do a little bit internal work first, I mean, even when you're writing a song, right? You don't just start writing often. You start thinking through what you're going right. to write. You're, you're starting to, I used to write a lot of poetry and I thought, what am I trying to communicate here? Mm-hmm. Likewise, in, in a speech, start with questions. If you think about it, when, when Yaya, you and I got on to the, the call together, even beforehand, we just asked each, asked each other questions. Mm-hmm. Because Questions initiate conversations. And if you skip the questions, you can skip the connection. So when you write a speech, ask these questions. Ask, why am I doing this? What is the reason? What is the value I'm adding to people? Not just, what am I going to get out of this? Or I have to do this because my boss asked me to speak. But really, why? Mm-hmm. why? Just find something that connects with people. And then ask, an initial who, just like a lowercase who, who is the generalized audience? I'm speaking to artists. I'm speaking to uh, podcast listeners. I'm speaking to my boss. I'm speaking to just that general why. And then dive into what. What is the message? If you were to narrow it down into one, two, or three sentences, what are you trying to say? What do they need to hear? Or what is it that you want to communicate you've been asked? Maybe like mm-hmm. a toast at a wedding or at a party where you're celebrating somebody that is meaningful to your life. What do you want them to hear? What do they need to hear? And then one last question, who, but this time you're doing it in a broader sense. Who is in, in this room? Let's, let's dig deeper into that. Mm-hmm. Know your audience. We know that in the entertainment world, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to plays, am I talking to this group of people? Am I talking to this group of people? You want to know who, because it, really shifts what you say. Now, when you have those questions in mind, that gives you your starting point. And that shouldn't take more than 10 minutes. It takes more than 10 minutes, you need to hurry up. Yeah, right. And it could take one minute. It's taken mm-hmm. me 30 seconds to do that. But that now that you have those questions answered, it mm-hmm. gives you the starting point to really dive into the team meeting, the presentation, mm-hmm. the speech you're giving in front of 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. I've been on stages from 10 people, 10,000 people, I use the same format. So okay. start with questions. Mm-hmm. Then we dive into the mind map. And yeah, yeah, if you do write a book, <laughs> or if you even hire that ghostwriter to write your book, this is one of the most important parts of writing a book. You grab a piece of paper, big, huge piece of paper, or a whiteboard, 
or a document and you mind map the heck out of your idea. So if the idea that I came up with for this book was, I wanna teach people how to go from blank page to speaking on stage, that was the idea, or your idea for your speech is you wanna help people walk through the three steps of becoming a recording artist, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, you, you put that idea in the middle and then you come up with every crazy interconnected, disconnected thought you possibly have. Like you just throw it out there, the least organized possible. So for all those organized people, that comes later. For all of you free-spirited, just get all the thoughts out there, perfect. Go wild. Hmm. My, my favorite strategy is to get a huge a poster board with a whole bunch of sticky notes. Mm-hmm. Write them on your sticky notes. Oh, that's so cool. I'm so disorganized. I, that would be perfect <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm so messy. <laughs> well, you know, I would be curious how this would work for a song. Mm. I just that. Get a huge poster board. I'm sure you already have your total method going on. Oh, I, my brain is clicking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poster board, put like what your song, what you want your song to be about mm-hmm. in the middle, and then grab a whole bunch of post-it notes and just write all the potential verbiage you could put on there or things that you would want to include. I wonder if that would work. Mm, I think it would. I think yeah. it would. I got plenty of poster boards here. When I be, I got, my husband's going to be like, what the heck are you doing now? There's more trash. There's more stuff in your office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just thought about that. But uh, for speech, it works really great. And it's shorter. Mm-hmm. For a book, it ends up being longer. But basically, you're just writing out there everything that you possibly could. And so even in my book, when I wrote this down and started thinking through what I wanted to be in this book, here's just some of the craziness, and I'll, I'll say this pretty fast, and some of the craziness that showed up in my, my, man, my, my mind map. Uh, landing, my sister and I, perfect landing story. Malcolm Gladwell, mind map, hook and lures. Tell people what you told them, no fuel do. Why, who, what? FCCLA story, working with Dr. Murray, MIT story, Oracle, MS, uh, Harvard study, electronic physical way of doing things, how to get people a big idea, invite people to public speaking school, different types of speeches, persuasion, instruction, and on and on. And I just threw out all the stuff. Now, all this was on my mind map. And then from the mind map, I get to my third step. So I start with questions, then you brainstorm with a mind map, and then you organize into points. So all the organized people are going, finally. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going, no. (laughs) This is where it's more simple than it it comes across. Mm -hmm. It's really where, especially if you take that big poster board and you grab these post-it notes on it and put them all over, then you kind of organize them into columns and see where they're connected. So even where... I was giving that example of all the things that showed up on my mind map. I organized it and I thought, okay, what's going to fit into the body? Well, the why, the who, the what, the who. Malcolm Gladwell, mind map, too creative for own good. Rachel's mind map. All that showed up in the, in the body. I put it into that category. And then other ones I was organized into conclusion and introduction or uncategorized. So I was able to organize them in a way. And I show that actually with a couple little little graphics in in the book or on the on the kindle book as well Mm -hmm. ultimately it's a great spot to organize all that mind map now by the end of this you have the bulk of a speech you have three four five points 
from all your mind map. And the more that you can, you can start fleshing it out now and writing the content out a little bit more, or you can jump to that at the end. But here's what I find when people go, wow, it's not as hard as I thought. Mm. Like, you're right. It, I gave you a simple, repeatable system to do something. So I have CEOs, and I work with some CEOs of some really large companies. And I have CEOs who now use this format for going into their team meetings. Because mm. now they're thinking, I don't want to waste this team meeting. And they'll just do it pretty quick because they're not writing a huge speech. And then I use this same method when CEOs or other executives or entertainment leaders or professionals are doing this for really large keynotes and it works. From there, we get into step uh, four, five, and six. So the first step, start with questions. Then you brainstorm with a mind map, you organize, and then you plan the landing. Yaya and everybody who's listening, but Yaya, you can actually respond since everybody mm -hmm. else is listening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard someone just they they finish a speech and it's just like it's a disaster at the end like the speech is actually good but at the end it just it just doesn't come together yeah have you ever it's heard like, that what yeah because yeah. <laughs> wait because yeah i have oh my gosh yes no it's it's like you're you're so gung-ho to listen to it and all of a sudden it's like it falls apart at the end it's like what did they just what but. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was listening to one guy. He's this industry leader. He's this doctor, and he uh, he had this great presentation. And then he ended. He goes, "All right," and so that's it. I was, what? <laughs> and he walked off stage. <laughs> so, oh my so, god! What happened right there? Or or you know, I was I went to a, a church one time, and the pastor uh, you know was getting to the end of his sermon, and he said something like, "In conclusion." And then he preached for another 20 minutes. And then he said, in conclusion, and he preached Again? for another five oh minutes. Gosh, like, no. Oh, my gosh. So, so in this chapter, I talk about common communication crashes mm -hmm. and how there's crash landings. There's ones where people just keep on circling, and then they crash. And then the ones that, like that, that pastor who like, tricked you <laughs> landing. And so I tell people, listen, let me show you how to actually conclude a speech so after you write the body of the speech before you write the introduction you actually write the conclusion and i give you a very clear structure of how to do this so that you can very clearly land the plane and give people hey this is what you do you transition out of the speech by ending your last point or repeating what you told them you tell them the big thing that you want them to walk away with from there, you end with an outcome, whether they should know something, do something, or feel something. Mm -hmm. And finally, you close with power. I even give a couple sentences of just different ways that people have closed with power, where they actually map out and write the last one, two, or three sentences of their speech. Something mm -hmm. like this. When you say mm -hmm. yes to our company's goal, oh, you yeah. are saying yes to your own future. That's right. But that's, that's a powerful way to end the speech versus just saying, okay, and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, right. So, or, or really conclude. Yeah, and really conclude. <laughs> or really conclude. Not in conclusion and then talk 20 minutes and then say, and in conclusion. It's like, no. Right. And no. actually right in the book, I say, <laughs> I say, don't say in closing or in conclusion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My actual sentence from the book says, saying in closing is like announcing I'm nice. If you're nice, you don't have to tell people. You just have to be nice. 
And if you structure your transition, if you direct the outcome and you close with purpose, then people will know that you are near completion. You don't have to tell people you're closing because you are doing so in a subtle yet clear manner. So that's straight from the book. And a lot of people, people don't know how to close. This shows you how to close in such a way that everybody knows you're closing. This right here is probably one of those chapters that is my favorite because I think a lot of people work hard on creating content and an introduction, but just skip their conclusion. I know I did for years. So I want people to write their speeches by starting with the end in mind. Hmm. Now, I get to the fifth one, which is all about the introduction. And this is fun. I talk about uh, fishing examples of really trying to hook people with great lures. And I give some great examples of that. It's really fun. In fact, that's really great for any way you want to grab someone's attention, mm -hmm. just this hook and lure and going back. And I really walk people through that. There's all kinds of fun combinations. But ultimately, I say this in an introduction, you want something that's going to grab them because you only have a short period of time. And then you want to show the audience that you get that they have some kind of problem coming up. Hey, you got a speech coming up. That's, that's my audience problem. That's my empathy. I know what it's like to have th this feeling that you have no idea what you're going to say. That's my audience problem. I'm empathizing with my audience. And then you hint at the solution. So in my case with this scenario is see this, I'm going to lead you through six steps that will tell you how to go from blank page to speaking on stage. And, and that's really when you're thinking through the speech, think about what's going to grab their attention. And I write this out very simply in the hook and the lure. And then what is the problem you empathize with? So if you're leading a team meeting or you're giving a speech, you're being interviewed, whatever it might be, what is the audience problem? And then hint at the solution. That hint at the solution connects the audience to your content. Mm. And then you jump in. And then, then I give some don'ts, and these are some fun don'ts. Uh, I tell people never to apologize, make excuses, or offer explanations when they're giving a speech. Right. In other words, they get up on stage and they go, hey, um, I'm just so sorry. Uh, I'm not as prepared as I wanted to be because of, or they'll say, oh, man, I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling sick. I didn't sleep last night. And people do this a lot. What? Oh, yeah, I've heard this again and again. I'm in interview places, and uh, it was, I go to lots of conferences, and people will start off by saying, um, hey, sorry, I'm, I don't have all the notes ready, or, oh, let me just get, and I'm just like, just get into it, because the moment you show this area of weakness, people devalue what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. So just jump in, start. I also tell people, don't thank people. Often when people get up in a, a speech, they'll say something like, well, yeah, yeah, that was so nice. Thank you so much for inviting me to speak at this event. You're an incredible performer, and this is an honor to be here with you. And so I just want to take this moment to honor. That's really nice. But if you do that in the introduction, you just wasted some of the most valuable spot. Oh, yeah. If I want to do that, I need to come back later on in the body or even in the conclusion. At the beginning, keep it short and simple. Thank you for having me out here. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. So just some very, very key reminders for the introduction for people. So that's the five steps. And then I go to the, the sixth and final step, which is editing for flow. And you do this as an artist for your songs. You write it and then you edit it. 
And mm -hmm. really, as part of editing, there's three areas. You reinforce, you revise, and you refine. Meaning this, you add content, you flesh it out, you change up content, and you drop content. My guess is, as an artist, you have written some incredible words that you've dropped, even though you didn't oh. want to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's like, ah, that doesn't fit. Uh. Yeah, I wish it did. I want to. <laughs> yeah. Where can I cram this in? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and really, this editing for flow, so many people write a speech, but then don't really edit it. Can you imagine, like, if you performed the first version of the song you wrote? Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Every no. great once in a while it works, but. <laughs> yeah, right. But if you're writing a toast, don't just write it and then be done. If you're leading a team meeting, don't just write it and be done. Go back, and the more important it is, the more you need to revise it, the more you need to reinforce it, the more you need to refine it. And so I walk you through even questions that helps you reinforce, revise, and refine. Mm. Here's what I find. When people use this system, it ends up leading them to deliver content that matters. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to help people write, to speak in their meetings, in their presentations in their churches on the radio on tv wherever they need to communicate i want to give them a system to do so and then i give one final bonus step and i give this great quote by will smith will smith says i've always considered myself to be average talent but what i have is ridiculous insane obsessiveness for practice and preparation so after you use these six steps to write your presentation, your speech, mm -hmm. your talk, then you practice, practice, and practice. Hmm. That's great. Wow. Wow. You know, I am, I am just so, it's like, it's not overwhelming when you put it that way. Yeah. It's underwhelmed. I'm, I'm underwhelmed by why, you know, certain people don't start. Like, I figured I would start uh, an, a small ebook, you know, do an ebook and, and get things done like that and then start small and get bigger. And that's working for me because it gives me, you know, gives me chops. But to, to put it on like what you did, like what you just said, put it on like sticky notes on a post board. That is like amazing because then I could just take those and put it under a category and then that'll give me a, um, a good start on the right. book. That's just amazing what you're saying. You know, and then the speaking, don't say thank you, you know, for inviting me and don't, in conclusion, don't, don't finish like that. Finish strong. I mean, there's so many, so your book teaches these things. They tell us about these things. This is something that we can learn from your book. That is amazing. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's very simple, very, very useful. And I'm keeping it really, really cheap on, on Amazon for the month of December, just to celebrate the season. and then. I actually coach people as well. So a lot of people mm. come through this and say, Mike, can I work with you? And so I actually have people reach out to me from Europe and the Middle East and, and Asia. And I have I started an online school where I commit to helping you give presentations that you are proud to give in three months. So people jump in, they get some one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, a whole library of videos. They get to work with my team, they get small group environments. And it's incredible. Because ultimately, I do believe that communication is really essential to our career success. Mm -hmm. It's really essential to where we want to go. It's essential to relationships. 
And so if you can learn to communicate better in one area, it helps you communicate better in the others. And really you gain that confidence through that communication. I love that. I love that. Well, you know, um, we could talk all day about this. I, I'm literally, we could talk a long time about this, but where can people reach you so that they can get the book? Um, not only on our, you're in our book club already. So the book is already there. It's right to speak. All you have to do is go to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Yaya Diamond and you can get it from my book club. But I always promote the author's website because there you're going to find a lot more than just a book. You're going to find the personality. You're going to find the notes. You're going to find the offers and the different things that they have to, to offer you right there. Where, pe- where can people reach you? Yeah. If you type in Mike Acker, I will fill up the first page of Google. Mm. So Mike Acker will lead you right to my, my website, mikeacker.com. Mm-hmm. I'm on social media. And you can find those links on mikeacker.com. So I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram, and LinkedIn and Facebook. So a lot of those, and there's, there's other places you can find me as well. I got my, my business website, mm-hmm. steps to advance.com. Uh, I've got my school, the public speaking.school. And then of course on Amazon, but mikeacker.com is really the home for everything that I'm trying to produce and bring a value to other mm-hmm. people. So I'd love for you to check that out. We'd love to connect with you on one of the, on the social media platforms. And we'd love for you to pick up the book and, and really find a way, a simple repeatable system that you can use again and again and again in all the different places that you present. Awesome. Awesome. To me, that is something that we all need to make sure that if this is something you want to do, if this is something that you've always dreamed of doing, Go ahead and, and connect with Mike. Make sure you do that because he has really simplified it, even just the short time that we've been on the air for me. And so I think I, I, like, I really like the poster board. <laughs> yeah, I want to I wanna see the song that comes out of that. <laughs> oh, it'll, it'll probably be, a, I don't know. We are, we're writing a new, new um, album, you know, how they, we used to say album. I don't know, project. I have no idea what they call it nowadays. Yeah. But music. writing new songs so yeah definitely i'm gonna have to use that method for like everything now for like everything yes it it works that's that's how i wrote the books wow wow well mike thank you so much for being on the show and thank you so much for bringing your 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 talent i mean and just your your sheer knowledge of what needs to be done you know thank you so much thank you and you guys thank you guys so much maybe i'm not doing this right maybe i shouldn't say thank you i should never say thank you <laughs> no just don't thank people at the beginning of the speech okay good okay that. okay <laughs> not at the be- i didn't thank you guys at the beginning good so you're here all right yes so thank you guys so much for tuning in to dream chasers radio and again merry christmas and new year's coming up so uh if i don't talk to you on new year happy I'll see you guys guys later. Don't forget that we air every Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Dream Chasers Radio. And until next time, guys, hey, you know what I'm getting ready to say. Don't forget to what? Dare to be different, baby. I'm